0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode three seventy one for the week of January ninth, twenty sixteen. I'm your host Christopher Privetier, along with his lovely wife Anna Marie Privetier.
1: Did you know that there is such thing as a taco cleanse?
0: A, t- a taco cleanse? Yes. Is that where you? Oh, oh! So you eat like nothing but tacos for like? Well, if they're Taco Bell tacos, probably just fifteen minutes, <laughs> and then cleans your uh, body out.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: Oh, good. Alright. Uh also joining me this week, Alice
2: Wilkinson. Uh did we really need to know that? Yes. Yeah. Gotta I, find I, a
1: way to shed all those post holiday pounds.
2: Don't,
0: don't don't remind me. How long are you supposed to eat the tacos for in reality?
1: Oh, I don't know. Okay. They're like um vegan tacos, so they're what? probably not interesting to you.
0: That's not a real taco. <laughs> a fake taco, Alex Fuller, not eating tacos right now.
3: Uh, I figured I'd come for one last appearance before you replace me. We're not.
0: Rep- what? Who's, what? Replacing Who's
3: replacing you? Who's replacing you? Oh for, well, the fake for you, about to a you know, hire thing. Oh.
1: Yes, in fact, we have a lot of applications, yeah. so Basically I'll have to.
3: Next few weeks anyway, but i have to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is why we're hiring a couple yeah, new
3: that's, people. There's a good reason I'm being replaced. <laughs>
0: you're, not you're not being, being replaced. replaced. <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh (laughs) to be fair Alex I haven't written anything for the site for what a year or something yeah you need to get on that
3: you should get on that
0: we have more expectations for you
3: we have specialist podcasters now so you're safe
2: yeah I was gonna say I pretty much yeah but we didn't hire you into that position so well you better promote me into that position then (laughs) or I don't know is, is specialist podcast person a demotion that's what you listed uh, on the um,
3: staff buyers page. What, so. <laughs> special?
2: Oh, yeah, someone changed me to specialist podcast person.
1: I'm trying to think of what I am. I, I, pu- I actually published a story, so I have a title. I forget what it got changed to. I think it was, like, community specialist or some nonsense like that.
2: Business. Well, you do work, manager. You do work in PR, I know.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, community specialist. No, we changed it to that when I switched to... Um, f- uh, The uh, forum admin.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Because we were like, what do we call you? And I'm like, I don't know. Just think of something. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, whoever filled that in thought of that. I think it was Fox. So thanks, Fox.
0: All right. And then finally, joining us, I don't know if it's on a new regular basis or just because he wanted to be on this week. Jonathan Stringer. (laughs) I've returned. He's returned. And, uh, I'm in
4: Texas, so I, I have access to the best tacos. That's... For, oh, you do.
2: I, 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 couldn't, I kind of figured that wouldn't the best tacos come from, like, I don't know, Mexico? Or something? Yeah, that's no. why. You got to eat them now before they put the fence up. Tacos <laughs> is kind of more of a Tex-Mex thing. Oh, okay. I do not know that much about Southern American cuisine. So,
1: so um, all along the Mexican-U.S. border lives a lot of people from um, Central and South America. And so when they move, they don't really Americanize. They just kind of bring their food with them.
4: (laughs) Well, Tex-Mex is kind of what a lot of people think of as Mexican food is typically more Tex-Mex. That's true. Enchiladas and all that stuff. Uh, uh, You actually go eat real Mexican cuisine. There's a lot of similarities, but it's uh, not necessarily the same.
1: And I drive Chris crazy because I don't like authentic Mexican. I don't like authentic. Like, Mexican cuisine.
0: Yeah, but that's probably all Tex-Mex food, Anna. You think so? Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) I like fake Mexican.
0: Well, okay, you like fake Tex-Mex. Okay. So you like Taco Bell and Chipotle, is what you're trying to say. No,
1: I'm not sure that I'd say I like Taco Bell. I live in England, and I
2: don't like curries.
0: Oh, England is not India, so Um do you No, need to but like
1: curry, a curry is a, like an in is an English Indian thing. It's an English thing. hmm If you go to India, you don't actually eat curry. It's because
0: it's Alice doesn't support the across. oppressive spice trade No? Alright, well, whatever.
1: I want to yeah. make a Dune joke here, but I probably shouldn't.
0: Oh, and hopefully I'll be
4: uh, uh <laughs>
1: Sorry, (laughs) no, no. Hopefully, I'll be on a regular
0: basis. Now we just have too many people. (laughs) All
1: right. So now that we've introduced everybody, we are going to have like the longest section of "What have you been playing ever?" Because it's been a month.
0: So a couple things to note here. One, I'm sorry it's been so long since our last show. I needed another break. (laughs) I'm taking breaks because then it helps me come back and be real fresh for the show. I'm sorry. People like uh, Sean Cooper make fun of us for it because it means his podcast count numbers start to catch up to ours. So they're really looking <laughs> forward to overtaking us in episode count. So, sorry. Um, two, I was up way too late this morning because I had a gig doing a little concert thing with a with a band I help out with and um, that uh, meant I had no time to prep for this show. So we barely were able to get me out of bed this morning. <laughs> Thank you, Simon, for helping with that. By um, vomiting all over uh, the living room? By vomiting all over the living room. (laughs) 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 And so we don't have like the normal, well-produced notes. So I think we're mostly going to do some uh, what we've been playing, maybe a little bit of headlines of anything interesting that happened over the past few weeks, which is mostly nothing, right? (laughs) Um, And uh, top it off with uh, our our weekly reading of the new releases, and then uh, then we'll call it a show. Um, I have more bad news. Uh-oh. Next week's show can't... If we have a show next week, it will not be at the normal time. So Anna and I will work on whether or not there's a show next week. But please, if there's no show next week, don't tweet me at 11 in the morning and be like, Oh my gosh, is there no show this week? Because that, that... I mean, um... Well, I mean, I guess that is that fair. That never happens. We, we, what I will ask you to do instead, check the Twitter history for RPGamer first. If you don't see anything mentioning the show, then... Go ahead and tweet at me because that means I failed my duty and I deserve your ire. So, all right? Fair? All right, cool. All right, now with that out of the way, I don't know. Should I talk about what I've been playing or should we someone else? I don't know. Um, Who wants to go first? We have a lot of people
1: that have been playing overlapping games, so maybe we'll just kind of run down all of the games that, that everybody's been playing.
0: What? So and people you just, just want me to jump. list them off. Oh, I and see. People
1: just kind of jump in. As... Okay, let's
0: let, let's just get into it. Alice and I have been playing Final Fantasy XI,
1: and you even played it together.
0: No, oh yeah, yeah we, we did. did. Yeah, for like twenty minutes, <laughs> whatever it took us to cap out merits. Yeah, that didn't take long, did it? No, it didn't take it long at all. Um, <laughs> so I've been playing through all the the um, that new stuff they added. What's it called? Rhapsodies of Vana'diel. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's good content. I've been liking the story on that. It's not too hard. Um, it's, it's it clips along. It's not, or so I should say, it's not too long. Um, gives you all sorts of bonuses for the rest of the game, which basically it's like it's like you're unlocking cheat codes for the rest of the game by just <laughs> completing the stuff. Um, it it's real fun. Iroha is like we talked about this before, but like she's your uh, protege from the future. So she comes back, and you get to meet your future protege. It's real great, fun little time travel story going on. Um, Alice, you've finished it completely.
2: Yeah, I have, I have.
0: I have gotten to the to the third and final section, and I can no longer solo anything. So I have to get some help to go any further. But uh, the first two sections were were good, and they take well, you all over to Darn Place.
2: The um, the three chapters roughly correspond to early game, middle game, and then late game. Mm-hmm. So chapter one is stuff that I think you can all do under about level thirty, and don't require you to be particularly high level. Chapter in order to two storyline. No chapter chapter two requires yeah. you to be, you know, get have something at level ninety nine, yeah. but not necessarily well geared. Right, you know, just I, I got to get to the end of the level curve. Um, the stuff in Chapter 1 helps you get there kind of thing. Yeah. And then Chapter 3 very quickly escalates up to you should probably have some, you know, uh, 117 gear at minimum. You should probably have lots of accuracy stuff. You should probably be approaching endgame kind of stuff. Um, it does mean that um, uh, Chapter 3 can hit you pretty hard if you've kind of just stepped straight into it without any help. Yeah. Um, I was still able to solo most of Chapter 3. Okay. I, there are two sections of it that I was not able to do, one of which you're currently on, I believe. Oh, okay. So, which is probably going to be the same story for me, I imagine. I just need...
0: Uh, because you can use truss on everything, but uh, yep. The I don't have the accuracy to do this first section, and I know from looking at the link shell that I'm in that I can't solo the last section because it's like half the shouts... For help in that link shell, are help me do the last fight in Rhapsodies. Help me do the last fight in Rhapsodies.
2: So, yeah. See, the funny thing is, is you only really need like one really well geared tank for that for that fight.
0: Yeah, you just and need I- somebody. And I haven't been. I've been playing. So I want. I I, t- I took a laptop. Um, nice little tiny um dell xps 13 um cool little laptop i got it from work so it's it's not mine but i put final fantasy 11 on it and it's so lightweight it sits right on my lap and it's like a little portable it's like the 3ds version of of final fantasy 11 essentially because you could just play it in the living room while doing anything else so that's how i got through so much stuff and it was real it was real nice um yeah all right that's all i got (laughs) what are you doing in final fantasy 11 alice
2: um recently i have been leveling geomancer because i never leveled it when it came out Hmm. um but also i finished off dynamis entirely the storyline for that Mm -hmm. because that's ridiculously easy now um just trying to think what else did i do
0: ridiculously easy is a theme right now with final fantasy 11
2: i unlocked all the jobs so it I, does kind of. It feels so kind of weird, kind of just strolling through places like you know, six years ago. This used to be difficult.
0: How about I go solo? Um, what's what's his name? Biako in Sky. Whoever the what was the last boss's name? Kieran. Kirin. You could just go yeah. do that because you feel like it. Well, yeah, I guess yep. you have to get the pop items. That takes a while.
2: Yeah, but, but it's not like you need a party to kill those either. No, it's it just like takes forever. It's just, yeah, it's just like something you can just go and do. And Dynamis is completely different now compared to how it used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I still have some scre- like really old screenshots somewhere, uh, um, which have, uh, I think it was me wiping with a group of people um, to Dynamis Sandoria back in 2006. Whereas, mm-hmm. uh, like, three days ago, I just kind of went in there and slaughtered half the place solo.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Yeah. And then I went and killed, I went and did the final boss of Dynamis' Archibald, which is now ridiculously easy. I used to require, what, 18 people, including, uh it was like, four red mages on well, permanent not, stun duty? You're not
0: including the uh, alliance rotation,
2: right? Yeah, I
0: probably aren't.
2: <laughs> I mean, there is a, now, it, what should be said, particularly about Dynamis and that'll. You know, people who played the game back in 2005 will probably remember it. But they did re-add some, like, harder bosses to each of those areas, um, which are designed for people who are level 99 and stuff like that. Um, They just, you need to uh, actually, like, farm up some pop items for them. Like, there is a much harder version of the Dynamis Lord available, who is a cheating son of a bitch. Oh, so you can't solo him? (laughs) No, probably not. I I actually when I was doing my run um, to do the normal boss uh, I did see one guy try yeah Uh, he got him down to 25% I think it was so that's the other thing about Dynamis now it's like all shared right
0: yep so it's no longer this locked instance to just you or whoever opened
2: it so you might have competition in there now yep so, although then again, dynamic these days, is, even though it's a lot easier to get things from it, it is a lot less busy. I think it's probably because hmm. people get their stuff and then leave. Yeah, <laughs> that's good.
3: Although, get, in, get out.
2: there are still people who are going to be there because Dynamics Currency still sells for a fair amount per coin. Mm-hmm. Or per one, as it were. And there are still crazy people out there still trying to get their uh, relic weapon after however many years.
0: Yeah, they might finish eventually. Yeah,
2: that stuff was just dumb,
0: <laughs> and now they've added in a new weapon quest that's probably more worth wa- worth your time, isn't it?
2: Oh uh, yeah, so there is a new ultimate weapon quest thing. Um, its requirements are, as expected, completely ridiculous, <laughs> and will probably take quite a while to finish. I mean, on paper, it actually looks fairly simple, but requiring the death of every named uh, notorious monster in um. The areas the end game areas that are opened by Raptor's use of Vanadil is quite a tall order. Considering I think a couple of those haven't been killed yet ah. by anyone. <laughs> Good luck. Have fun.
0: See you in a couple years. Mm-hmm. So Final Fantasy XI, it's not dead yet. Though all the ba- the big development's done, they are still putting out patches, and they're gonna add like. They say they're gonna add more
2: stuff, but probably nothing Mini is involved. Yeah. yeah. They're probably, just gonna yeah. be
1: they're gonna be Pro- small and relatively self contained.
2: Yeah, probably not anything too major.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys know who Lady Yugiri is in Final Fantasy fourteen? Yes. Her voice actor was murdered. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for bringing it down, Anna.
1: Sorry. That's crazy. Yeah. She's English. I didn't realize that. I guess I mm-hmm. didn't think about it.
0: Well, go send some flowers, Alice.
3: Yeah. What are you doing here? A lot of the Final Fantasy fourteen characters are British.
1: Huh?
3: Yeah, well, British the, is I British about it. The, the, at least one from Heaven's water though. Well, British oh,
0: okay. is the language of fantasy. So.
1: Um, all right. Let's move on from that. What else have yeah, you I'm, been
2: playing, Alice? Um, so other random stuff. Uh, I've I've actually put a, just a lot of random time into other games. Uh, no more than maybe like half hour to two hours um, for a bunch of stuff. Um, David bought me Just Cause three over the weekend over the, the oh, Christmas Oh, isn't period. that fun? Um, yeah, it it is. You haven't uh, been playing
1: that much, Chris. You need to get back to, to attach it.
2: Attach things to other things.
0: Um, we'll find a car I... and a porta potty, and then f- hilarity ensues.
2: And but even, you know, older games that I know I've spoken about before, like Crusader Kings 2, um, which you're playing right now. Yep. Um, I really want to play that. I have it. I just haven't been able to dig time into that yet. Have fun. Um, Put some more time (laughs) into Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, Not X? No, Xenoblade Chronicles X. I don't own Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, I got Mario Maker for Christmas. So what you're saying is you're not really
0: feeling it. Okay. That's
2: it. Never Get, out.
0: Get out, Chris. I'm really feeling it. All right.
1: Hey, you got Mario Maker for Christmas. I
0: did. Oh, my gosh, Mario Maker. So, oh, yeah, there we go. So, Mario Maker is a game where you play Mario levels that other people made, and they're devilish, or they're super easy, or they're dumb. Everybody knows this. I've been watching streams of this for months, so I was excited. I I, play, I started playing it, like, within half an hour of getting it, and... um. Every it ended by just everyone in the house just watching me play Mario levels, and it was weird how entrancing that was. Cause it's just so, so many weird, cool levels out there to play. And have
2: you played it at all, Alice? Oh yeah, I've played it, played it a bit. My yeah. par- uh, my partner David has actually probably played it more than me. Are you making levels or just playing? I haven't made any yet. I'd like to, but I haven't had any like sort of big ideas yet.
0: Okay, that's fine. Uh,
2: all right, what are you still playing? Um, said so the only other one I got on my list and that I actually did put a bit of time into was uh, actually the first game in the Dot Hack GU series. You know, because I really felt like I should go and play an old PS2 RPG. What inspired you to feel like that? I have no idea. Okay. Was it a good a good call or a bad call? Do you think? Um. I'm leaning on the side of good call, but okay. I always quite liked uh, Dot Hacks, so
0: yeah, I guess that would help then. Hmm.
2: I I because I finished question mark the uh the, the the earlier four PS2 games. I quite enjoyed those, so yeah. I like the question mark. I think I did. I think I finished it.
0: There's a chance
2: I finished it.
3: <laughs> Is GU what happens after Roots? Yes. Okay. Yes, happens so, watch after watch, watch. Sign, right? Uh,
2: it's the original games are the ones that happen after Sign. Okay. And there's another there's another anime series called Roots, which leads into the three PS two games, the, the 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 GU series. Okay. I know Adrian really liked. I was gonna say there's four
1: gear. in the Dot Hack Sign series. I was very confused for a minute there.
2: Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Hmm. Um, I'm trying to anything else, really. Um, hmm. Are you enjoying Xenoblade? Xenoblade? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I still haven't got my giant robot yet.
1: That's like 30 hours in, so you're going to be waiting a while.
2: Yeah, I know. So... But yeah, I, I I, don't know. I, I kind of feel like this is one of those cases where I think I need to put more time into it to form better opinions of it. I am enjoying myself, don't get me wrong, but it's a big game and I haven't put a huge amount of time into it. I did promise myself that I was going to spend some time over Christmas when I was around at home, but then I ended up not doing that. But then again, I have this sneaking suspicion that Chris hasn't played Undertale yet, so. That's true. No, he hasn't. Yeah. I see you, Chris.
0: I feel bad about it. If that helps.
2: Okay. Well, as long as you feel bad about it. <laughs> oh. Just, just, just spend some time this week.
0: Well, I got distracted it. at home because I got an Xbox One for Christmas. Oh, God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> what you don't approve?
3: Who Someone gave him? Someone a... to get one. Someone. <laughs> okay. That's one way at it. I think out. Wheels has one as well. Is that
0: it really? Mm.
3: Yep.
0: So <laughs> I pick so I get my Xbox One. It's the Elite one. So it has the fancy controller that feels like you're you're holding some well crafted uh car's leather shifter whenever you use the controller. It's awesome. That elite controller is really great. I don't know about hundred fifty bucks, but it does feel really nice. Um so that uh that uh that system doesn't have a lot of RPGs on it. So <laughs> there is an issue with that but uh with games with gold at some point because i've been logging in and getting those games with gold every month which actually i should do again because it's january now um you get lots of uh i've got this giant library of of games just backed up so i'm i went through there and i saw ah tomb raider so i played through all of uh the 20 uh 2013, 2013 tomb, raider. tomb raider and your game.
1: dad really liked it
0: He was like, oh, are you going to play more of that movie? (laughs) Yeah.
1: It was really fun to watch. I would not have wanted to play it myself, but I'm really glad that you played it because it was a good game. It was
0: a good game. So I really enjoyed playing through that. And I like how the platforming reminded me of like the 2008 Prince of Persia in some respects. You got
1: stabbed in the neck a lot of times. Okay.
0: So that did happen too. So we're not going to talk about that. you
1: fell and ragdolled a lot.
0: I did. And we're not going to talk about that either.
1: You died a lot.
0: I, okay, that we probably should talk about. Um,
1: and was, you played it on easy.
0: I did play it on easy. That and game still is hard. Died a lot. Yeah. I, well, for me, I guess. Oh.
1: If you're not used to platformers, that game is hard. Is I think the best. Is way that to
0: how we're looking at it?
1: Yeah. Hmm. So, Alex, have you been playing anything?
3: Um been... Most of today, I've been playing NHL 16. How's that going? Just out uh, back Do they uh, have
1: Do they have like careers like the Madden game has?
3: Yeah, it's got that. Although I was playing the EA Sports Hockey League. Well, how does that work? Is, that's the online mode where you control one player, and, and the other people control other players.
1: So wait, you're playing with like 10 people.
3: Uh, up to yeah, up to twelve people because you can control the goal- goalies as well.
1: That's kind of crazy.
3: Yeah, most people aren't very good at controlling the goalies.
1: <laughs> okay, I would imagine
2: not. I think I think that's true for basically every sports game that I've ever played, in that controlling the goalies is always horrifically uh, either complicated or just confusing,
3: yeah, that's and really true, easy was- to screw up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, with LHL, that sort of exacerbates situation because goalies have to deal with lots of shots. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so, if you, if you, if you get a bad one, they usually quit after the second goal at least anyway, so it's not too disastrous.
1: So what is OOTP?
3: Out of the park baseball.
1: Ah, you've been yeah. playing that too, right, Jonathan?
4: Yep, I just started actually. Uh, but he might be playing it a little differently than I, <clears throat> I am. I, uh, I'm on these online leagues and. I joined, it's it's more of a simulation league, so we You'll don't play actually it properly. we don't actually manage the games game by game. We just set our lineups and do all the general manager stuff, and then they every day they simulate like a two weeks in game, and then you set your lineups and change things and you know move people up and down. I'm I'm still getting used to it. I just started a few weeks ago, but okay. uh, so far it's fun. I like the GM aspect of uh, sports games. I don't know if, uh, if Alex is playing it solo or...
3: Yeah, I usually play it solo, and most of the time it's playing itself.
4: Yeah. So no,
3: I'll, just if... do G- I'll just do gm stuff and just like, play the games in the background while I'm doing something else.
4: If you are interested, I think that we just did have an opening, too, so... If you want to get with, like, a group of people and play it.
3: Mm, could be interesting. Go do I
4: consider I.
0: Consider it! let do it.
3: Oh, yeah, someone involved beating off a game of people that's managing stuff, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you win the
3: league this year?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. And I got second.
0: No, you don't count.
1: Well, the, the Brit and the Canadian took the league. I mean, I'm yeah, just saying. It,
0: see, that's why we can call it a World Series. <laughs> I'm right there. Justified.
3: Fair enough. <sighs> Boom. yeah so on that i've just sort of been playing a real world based game where i'm just managing one random team in it mm. i think i'm in triple a baseball at the moment okay, i couldn't be we... both to, start... to start off with proper
4: we do the major league and then we control all four or five minor league teams and, and you move your guys up and down depending on the progress and you move up too soon, they die out, you wait too long, and they kind of squander around in there. So it's uh, there's some strategy involved, even though you don't actively do any take Twitch gaming or anything.
3: Yeah. That's good, because I suck at that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, outside that, I... Well, I ended up watching the Danganronpa anime series over Christmas, and that put me in the mood to play some investigation-style game. And I ended up playing The Testament of Sherlock Holmes because I'd sort of played the game afterwards that the developers had done on PS4, so I sort of went back to their previous one and played that, and that was fun. It's a bit different from Crimes and Punishments, which is their most recent one, In that mm-hmm. Testament is a sort of one big story, Well, Crimes and Punishments is sort of an episodic bunch of... get a bunch of crimes which you investigate and then punish people afterwards (laughs) well you don't do the actual punishment it's
0: an adventure game right or no
3: yeah pretty much yeah sort of sort of almost almost point and click but not really because you're doing it from the sort of uh, person wandering around stuff but yeah a bunch of puzzles etc so that was that was pretty fun
1: it's kind of like oh, Monkey Island and a hidden object game have a kid and that's kind of what the testament of Sherlock Holmes is.
0: Yeah. Is that the one best. where you get to play as the dog?
1: What?
3: Yes, uh Brief period. Where yeah. I okay. I you remember the dog, you gotta talk <laughs> more in crimes of Punishment.
0: This was a big deal on some like um, one up or one up um, descended podcast at some point where like one of the McElroys was recounting um, the ridiculous PR presentation at E3 of this game, where the lady was like, and in this one, you get to play as the dog, and it was like this big, this was the crescendo of the presentation or something.
3: Yeah,
0: so that's why I remember that.
3: It's not not a game that lends itself to convention hyping. Really?
1: (laughs) So, and you've been playing Trails of Cold Steel. I've been seeing a lot of love for it on... On Twitter.
0: I installed Trails of Cold Steel, so, and I, I had intended to play it for this podcast, and I failed. So, Alex, I need to lean on you. Make up for my shortcomings.
1: And after you talk about the game, I have a question.
0: Okay.
3: okay. <laughs> oh, it's good.
0: Okay, let me read to you a quote from our Gamer chat room, the staff chat room. Um, Omega oh, yes. says... I'm nearly 70 hours into Cold Steel, and apparently I have st- still have two chapters left, and it's not enough, he says. So, <laughs> I think he's liking it. Yeah. The impression I get, at least.
1: So, here's my yeah. question for you. Yep. Um, I have been trying to play Trails in the Sky, and I find that it is very boring. But I don't want to play second chapter without playing first chapter. Should I, I just... <laughs> should i just skip to cold steel
3: yeah you, you can you're not gonna there's no sort of massive problems and sort of doing so like you would have from going from first chapter to second chapter right in terms of missing out story or anything like that so
1: okay i'm i'm kind of debating doing that because yeah. i can see that trails in the sky has a lot of potential but i'm not sure i want to slag through the crap to get there
3: yeah you may get Slightly spoiled for some things in the second chapter. You play Cold Steel, but it's not a huge deal, okay. particularly, if particularly if you're debating whether you go play it anyway. So, all right. yes, yeah. yeah. makes You can do that, easy. you won't, it's not any major problems plot wise in terms of understanding things. So, but yeah, it's got all the story of things going for it. There's some aspects that are neat. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen any sort of comparisons to Persona.
1: Yeah, doesn't it that. have like a social system to it?
3: not Really, it's very light in that case, but you get sort of, you, you get, get three days where you can sort of, you get a number of points you can spend talking to other people and sort of having special scenes with them and it will increase a link thing, but that mostly affects the any bonuses you can get in the battle system, so it's not quite as integral a thing or a, a sort of a huge thing on its own like it is in Persona, but it's it's pretty neat and has some similarities to it. But yeah, but you've got all the all the sort of story plus stuff from Jaws in the Sky is present here. It's got. The battle systems well it is more fun and you've got the ad uh, bonus you can actually skip animations in this one, there, one uh, in if it's more Shadow fun is
0: there much reason to play the first ones at all just go to cold steel i mean unless yeah, you're for, looking for, for another sto- game for i guess yeah, yeah. So. okay the story is worth it in the first couple games you think
3: oh yeah but you have to play the first game how long till it gets good um I think the prologue is the main you say so I think it's a it's about 2 to 5 hours. Okay, I was it, it hearing much longer hour
0: counts from people. Cuz Anna, you're more than 2 to 5 hours in, aren't you? Of what? The first uh first chapter.
1: I'm like 3 hours in.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's not so bad. No.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, I know yeah, there's some gamers who starts. would be like
0: that's insane. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it just starts, like, as a percentage, it's probably the first 10 to 15%, maybe.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, so, what else did you play, Chris?
0: I played a lot of boring games.
1: You played Nuts and Bolts.
0: Okay, that wasn't, well, I don't know if that was boring or not. That was, like, we're done with Tomb Raider, we've got the Xbox One sitting there, what else can we play that people enjoy watching, so... We put on nuts and bolts, <laughs> and that was all right, because...
1: It's like, um...
0: It's Ratchet a, and Clank. It's, it's Ratchet
1: and Clank. No, no, no. Not no, no, Ratchet and Clank. It's um, Banjo a Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> Kazooie game that isn't a Banjo-Kazooie game. It's right. like a Banjo-Kazooie game with a car. Right. And you go vroom-vroom around in your car. It's, it's
0: the gummy ships from uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Yeah, so you're making gummy ships, essentially, and using them to complete challenges, and the fun part of course is watching the person playing fall off cliffs and be an idiot and, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff so
1: how many times did you drive in, drive into the lava uh,
0: just a few okay it w- it didn't work well <laughs> don't do that um i don't know put a couple hours into that that was fine I don't know if I'm going to go back and play yeah, it all, but I see why people is, like it. It's like
1: I can, you were enjoying it when you, play, you were playing it, but I can't imagine seeing you go back to that. I,
0: no, I don't know that I have a strong interest to do so. But I did want to try it out a bit and see what people are always talking about, like that being their, and then their real favorite every game.
1: Every night this week, you've played a different game on the Vita.
0: Uh, I've tried to, yeah. So um, remember, before I left, I said, hey, I'm going to play through all the first-person dungeon crawlers on the Vita. Well, it turns out there's only four of those. Um, and, and play through, of course, meant just play them for a bit and try and get a good feel for them all, because that, that would be really long. There's no way I... I have trouble finishing a game, let alone four games. Um, so I didn't really get around to all that because I got so sucked into Final Fantasy XI over the winter break. So instead, I, I tried to rush through playing them all a little bit so I could say ah, I at least played them a little bit for this show um so I don't know I played through let's see the following games uh first was Mind Zero which um it is probably in my opinion the most interesting start of all the games that I tried um it's very it feels very persona inspired uh, you know your your high school students and Stuff goes down, and all of a sudden you have to start dungeon crawling, right? So I quite like that one. You do okay, yeah, and I really like the cutscenes there. And you have a guy in your party, I think his name's Leon, I i don't remember, and he's insane. Um,
3: okay. has, he, has he made his um, don't call me Shirley reference yet? His what? Don't call me Shirley,
0: no, he hasn't. No. That sounds great. Um,
3: yeah, he, he does reference that, <laughs> that's
0: ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, no, that, that, so, but his, the way he picks his weapon and what's going on and his complete, I don't know, he's weird. All right, so there's, there's that, um, that is, uh, let's see, how does that one work? That is, uh, ugh, trying to remember the systems to compare these four games, um, that is the one where, uh, you, you manipulate, or you walk around the dungeons and then you go into kind of like a 3D battlefield, when it's battle time and you play against these characters that look like a low-quality PlayStation 2 title as far as graphic fidelity and whatever. Um, uh, I, anyway, the story on that seemed interesting and I liked where it was going and that seemed like a good good one. Um, the next one I tried was Operation Abyss Tokyo Legacy. Um, absolutely hated the opening to this game and was not really being um was not getting sucked into it whatsoever. Uh, I don't know if you've played this one, Alex.
3: Um I have, I remember it being very complicated and not knowing what I was doing my It is of time. it is
0: the the my problem with the story here is like you're just like this kid who like oh which one is this one? This is the one where it's like, hey um you're here And you're gonna be like a the special operator because that's how we deal
3: with recruited into the special group and then yeah go do
0: missions and go do missions and you you're very accepting of your situation as in there's really no explanation much at all other than all right. You, you, we're not going to force you to do this, but uh, you're all going to do it, right? Okay, cool. No questions? All right. So you're all going to go kill all these monsters now, and you're all into it. And, uh, of course, you know that's kind of the situation we're in in this world, and uh, let's go. Let's uh, come on. Come on. And, like, the person who's your commander is kind of a jerk about everything. And, yeah, it's, it's I'm, I don't know, the, the story wasn't doing me much, much at all, and it was a very complicated system there's a lot of systems in there and a lot of things to go walk around and check on and i was like "Eh, how about i just not play this anymore so that's
3: a bit weird that you don't actually have a character
0: no yeah you're right (laughs) it's not a written character it's it's more of an old school style where it's just you know or grim grimrock for example where you just create some characters or take the default group that they give you um and you should, Or uh, I guess Class of Heroes is like this, too. Um, so it's more about create some characters, and they will be very passively voiced, as in they will have no voice whatsoever, and we're not going to worry about their story motivations or anything. Very strong contrast to Mind Zero, where you have very strongly written characters in the, in the main character roles. Um, uh, after that, I've already tried Dungeon Travelers 2 at, at uh, E3, so I I skipped out on that for now since I know that the basically that also has uh, strongly written characters and panty shots is essentially how you can sum up dungeon travelers too I don't know if you've tried that Alex um, but uh, yeah, yeah so no, I haven't done that one okay so maybe I'll put some more time into that for next week and then finally the fourth and most highly rated uh, is demon gaze. Um, and why am I drawing a blank on what I did in Demon Gaze? This is what the problem is with playing games. Is that the one games. that I
1: rolled over and was like, damn, that's loud? You did? Is that the one that was making funny noises? And I was like, what are those funny noises? It's oh, yeah. like a phone ringing?
0: Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, sorry, that was a YouTube video. I'm trying um, to remind myself of what's going on here. Okay. So that is the one where... Um, uh okay as opposed to one of the other games where you wake up in a pile of dismembered human limbs this one you just are you're like in the middle of a dungeon and some lady comes over and like tries to help you get out of the dungeon hey you need to fight and turns out you're the demon gazer so you can absorb demons into your eye and now pick a character model but just so you know your character is going to be a male human but you can pick any picture for them you want um, so so it's like, well that's kinda of pointless, so I'll pick it male human. Alright, cool. And then you uh you recruit others into your party, so that's where you do your character creation. But your character is is written um the rest of your characters don't matter. And you're basically going through these demonic ruins or these ruins rather of an area and absorbing demons into your to yourself that you can summon and the demons you summon during battle and they just kinda do their own thing, their AI assistants, and then your characters of course are the ones you control in battle. And um I didn't get that far into it. Uh neat art style and stuff. I don't know, Alex you played that one? No. No? Okay. So
3: it's yeah, it's by the same people that made Operation Abyss.
0: Yeah, it felt I think it's similar. One came before. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. 'Cause it is is way higher rated. <laughs> like, if you go to like uh, when I was doing the research for like what are the what are the dungeon first person dungeon crawlers on um on the Vita, it, it pretty much every forum I came to was like um, oh you should play Demon Gaze, Demon Gaze, Demon Gaze, you play Demon Gaze. Like that is the the number one, followed by either um uh usually and this is a generalization followed by dungeon travelers 2 and then maybe uh operation abyss and then and the very end is mind zero um and i don't know why that is with mind zero because it had such a strong start for me so um, i don't know if people every, don't like I the gameplay
3: everyone immediately leapt on it as a persona clone
0: oh you think that's what it was well,
3: that, yeah they i think they all everyone expects it to be play like persona as well and it plays nothing like persona right
0: <laughs> absolutely nothing like persona <laughs> so okay yeah, uh, so that that's uh, that that's what I played, and that what really surprised me more than anything else is there were only four first-person dungeon crawlers on the Vita because I always get the impression that there's a lot more. I know that this year there's like two to three more coming out at the least, so um, there'll be more.
3: <laughs> yeah, one of them is actually coming to Xbox One, so.
0: <laughs> yes, the uh, the Shining City one or whatever it's called. Stranger of Sword City, but yeah. Stranger of Sword S- City, thank you.
3: Yeah. By the developer of Demon Gaze and Operation Abyss.
0: Same person, huh? All right. Oh, man. So, I don't know. That's uh, Dungeon... Yeah. Hey, wow, that's interesting. Um, Demon Gaze apparently takes place thousands of years after the events in Students of the Round, which must be a game we never got, I would presume. Um... I don't know what
3: Dungeons of the Round is. So,
0: there you go. Thank you, Wikipedia. Or Students of the Round, not Dungeons of the Round. Students I, of the Round. I think
3: that was PSP. I don't know if that came out.
0: Yeah, um... I'm, Silicon Era has articles on it, so it must have been a PSP Japanese-only release. So... Hmm. Experience. Yeah, the people makes this game. There's a lot of... <laughs> With Demon Gaze, I noticed they had a lot of late title cards and introductions and stuff. And um yeah, uh, experience is the name of the company that developed this thing, which I Little love. Little E
1: that big X, called. right?
3: No. No, so that's just that strangely normal. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise it would be cross experience, remember? So
1: Well, there's a need I, I'm I think what that's am I thinking in, of in XL. Yes, that's it.
3: That's, yeah, that's the In guy, Cross style. X. No? no, it has an E. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's uh, US based, so there.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, so we don't have to say cross. All right.
1: Again, still has an E.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't care. If it's got a capital X, it says cross. All right? That's how... This is how words work. No, this isn't words, how words work. This is how words work now.
1: <laughs> Anytime it's cross, it's because it's an X by itself.
0: It'd be E cross style. Uh-huh. All right, so... <laughs> You're right, Alex. Uh, Operation Abyss to came your out side of the later. Can beat you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, whatever.
1: Throw a Pokemon at you. Ooh, I which have one? plenty.
0: Which one? Eh. Oh, hi, Pikachu. <laughs> Aww. How are you doing, Pikachu?
1: <laughs> we should move on. <laughs> hey, Jonathan. What else have you been playing? <laughs>
4: uh, well, year round, I continually playing madden in like an online
0: franchise (laughs) sorry pikachu went back home oh i just thought madden was really exciting for (laughs) she you know anna and i i got madden this year and the thing she likes is to watch me open the the card packs
1: hey you have to do that for this week
0: oh my gosh i don't want to. you've
1: been missing weeks
0: i don't care ultimate team yeah i don't really
4: get in the old i i know i could see the uh the draw it has for a lot of people, and that the draw, huh? Could uh, you draw cards? Yeah. So here's oh, yeah, yeah.
1: here's the problem that we had with Ultimate Team is Chris like started opening his packs and he had a decent team, and then he gets in three games in a row where people have clearly spent a lot of money on this.
4: Uh, money or a lot of time as well. But Yeah, yeah just there's time. That yeah, money. And then there's also people who are who play it really cheesily and have gotten it down from years and years of you know perfecting what they do you
0: mean Mm. mean because they never change anything in these games so you can use the same strategies forever
4: no i mean they they change it's football though you know you know football and and getting those muscle memories of how to move your characters like the controls are the same but i uh, okay as far as updating features and updating the physics and the gameplay they do that from year to year fairly well okay Uh, what i usually i like to play what we call more like a sim style league where people actually try to play football like football and if you don't, you get in trouble for it in a way and uh, to where you don't get all these little cheesy tactics that work better on the game than they really should is what we call it. There's a lot of debate upon what's, you know, there's a lot of gray areas as well, of course, and play calling and, and such. But uh, we also do, you know, the year by year GM aspect where we you know, you go through free agency, you draft your new players, you trade with other owners and you play a, a complete, you know, season and all that. So that's cool. Uh, can it's it's really type? like no well I did two years two Maddens ago I took the Rams to London actually because they offered me the most money and, uh, I was the, <laughs> uh, the London Black Knights and uh, oh I
0: like it yeah they
4: they offered me the most money to go and a lot of the people in the league didn't like it though so they kind of made fun of my team a lot but <laughs> but it's really they didn't like, like
0: traveling that's probably yeah. all it was. <laughs>
4: Well, it's also an NFC West team, so all the uh, like the 49ers <laughs> are having to go to London. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I no, love it. It Here. didn't make a lot of sense as far as that goes, but in-game, it really didn't matter. Uh, so, to, yeah, to me, it's like it's kind of like RPG football in a way, too, doing all the GM stuff. You actually, your players get experience points from performing well in games, and you level up their abilities oh, and cool. all that. So. Yeah. See, that's uh, a part of the game so that I
3: haven't really to seen. The targets as well, don't you?
4: Yeah, yeah, you get all the uh, goals per game and such. So it's uh, it's really fun and real. I, I do it basically year round for the last decade at least. That and, cool. well, Madden only had a a good online franchise a few years ago. where NCAA uh, football before it you know got shut down had a really robust online dynasty feature since like 2008 or 2009. And then before that, I just played in regular leagues. So it's something I'm always constantly doing. So. I guess uh, in the future ones, I'm not gonna say yet. Yeah, playing Madden, still playing Madden, still. It's kind of a uh, it's a foregone conclusion. That's <laughs>
0: right.
3: Just assume playing Magic or Madden. Well, I think magic. Should, I think Madden. Write up um, reports on individual games. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Each week. We used to have well before we had Twitch streams on PS4. One requirement on our fleet forums often was to write the winner would write a game report. That's part of what we call content. But uh, oh, that's I did cool. Do, uh,
1: huh? That's cool.
4: Yeah, I did do a, uh, a mock draft and kind of explain for each team before our last draft uh, uh, back in December. So that actually was more effort than I'd realized it was going to be. <laughs> but I, I kind of go all out with my draft sheets. I get down and they, 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 they kind of rag me about it. I get an Excel sheet and I transfer all the stuff over and I rank them. And so I can. Uh,
2: That's know, I kind of awesome. Players I want.
3: Yeah, I did that. See, Eveon
2: Online Line isn't the only game that you use to play. spreadsheets. Spread, <laughs> the, <user> spread <laughs>
3: <laughs> the guys I in the really league make fun well. of me. Call Oop. me.
2: They call me Mel
4: Kuiper and so. Who? Oh, uh, he's a. Uh, if you watch the NFL drafts, he's always uh one of the draft guru guys. He's who, you know, a like, commentator.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched an NFL draft. So. Yeah. <laughs>
4: It's, I uh, thought you know, it was our...
1: the guy that sounded gravelly and grouchy that did the commentating for the NFL draft.
4: He's Berman. He's there, but uh, Kuiper's. I <laughs> like <laughs> that he knew who you were talking about. <laughs> uh, Kuiper's there all the time. He he only he doesn't do games. He only he's a draft guy. Okay. So he does his like ESPN articles of you know here's my mock draft yada yada yada. So he does gets with all the scouts. Some people hate him. Some people like him.
0: Same with Berman. A lot of people hate Berman.
1: So I want to know why you're playing Fire Emblem
4: on the GBA as opposed okay. to a more. Okay. I
0: knew game. I heard Fire Emblem noises earlier. No, that wasn't me. I don't. Oh. Have, it's downstairs. Okay.
4: Uh, Fire Emblem. Well, it's the only one I haven't beaten that was localized. And oh wow! I, okay. I played it and I got near the end, and for some reason got distracted. I've beaten all the others, and with a new Fire Emblem coming out, it kind of got me in the Fire Emblem mood thinking about that one so i was like oh i need to go beat the first one so i'm about at chapter 19 i think of 30 so i'm I'm moving along
1: six weeks to go
4: yeah i should be able to do it i've been Uh, playing it in my my vehicle at lunch at work sometimes
1: needs to come sooner
4: and then well we just my wife just had our second child back in december yay congrats. congrats And so you'd think it would cut down your time, but actually it just made me stay at home all the time with her. And even before, because you know she's, you know, so pregnant. So I actually got more gaming time in because of that. I but not so now. A lot. Now
0: you just have no sleep.
4: I, I don't really sleep much anyway. I get like oh, okay. three, or four hours of sleep a night. Wow. <laughs> and I catch up a little on the weekends, but on the work week I sleep till two, two thirty. So that's where I get a lot of my gaming in. I just sleep deprived to do it. <laughs> and. Uh, so the baby hasn't interrupted. The, my wife takes obviously. Uh, it's in, the baby's in the mama stage where you know they kind of they don't separate very often. So oh. I kind of come in. I have a three-year-old daughter. I, I, I do stuff with her and I. Uh, hey baby! I, Speaking of, you heard him. Hey, he hello. But you're talking about me. Must be waking up, getting cranky or something. Mm. Uh, But no, so it actually allowed me to play a whole lot of Fallout 4. Oh. Yeah, I put, I finally beat it. Well, I mean, you can beat it and still play it for a long time. I guess probably as long as you want almost. But I've probably done, seen 95% of the content the game had to offer. I beat it and I put about 120 hours in. So I felt like I could set it down at that point. Um, Let's see. I beat. Well, I didn't totally be I played most of Hero 7, did a lot of the uh, uh the campaigns I did, a skirmish and beat that and I'm writing a review for RPGamer Gamer for it. So that's I'm an, Yeah, I was going to say, are you
1: the reviewer for that? Cuz I yep. don't think anybody else is anywhere close.
4: No, that's yeah, that's why I got it. It was to review it and uh I'm I've half, half written a review. It's been on my to-do list. I just haven't been able to sit down and actually like concentrate on writing. So it's typically easier for me to talk about rpgs on podcasts than it is to. Um, it's hard for me to sit down and write all the time i have to like once i start i can't stop i just gotta sit down and do it i can't it's hard for me to get back and you know <laughs> peace nope i've been and there then the other thing i've been playing is rainbow six siege and that's consumed to me recently and i haven't played a lot of shooters recently and i kind of got tired of them but the way siege is I've, i'm kind of really hooked me and I playing with some friends but it's more of a like a swat break into a building while the other team tries to defend it and each little kit you can pick a character there's 12 characters for attack and defense and they each have their own little special abilities to
0: the gimmicks to do
1: you didn't talk about yakuza 5 chris
0: oh we didn't it's good
1: i we're like done the last chapter or done the first chapter
0: well, we're not done.
1: We're on the last part of it.
0: We're like, yeah, I'm wrapping up any final side stories yeah, before it's is, like, is go press the button. Yeah, we,
1: we haven't uh, made nooky Nookie with our hostess yet.
0: I don't know if you can, but we went out on we a haven't, date.
1: We haven't finished her story.
0: We went out on a date.
1: It yeah. was kind of a lame date.
0: Oh. What she ran
1: away to yell at somebody.
0: Well, oh, so.
4: Sorry, what are those? Yeah, dates. dates? Yeah. I know.
1: <laughs> you have two kids you have to have dated at some point
4: <laughs> it's been a long time
1: <laughs> so we need to get to chapter two this weekend I, I want to get to the, the girl chapter because apparently all of her fights are rhythm games and I, I, I kind of want to play that part that sounds fun okay I think I'm the only one that hasn't talked about my games.
0: Okay. Tell us about your games, Anna.
1: Um, so I played Aviary Attorney.
0: Ah! ah which I came out on this. Steam
1: before Christmas. And Well, some is, of it came out on Steam. Yeah, it is an absolutely beautiful game. And the writing is fantastic. And I think it's fascinating because unlike Phoenix Wright, you don't have to win the case. There's, like, realistically three outcomes to each case, which is you fail catastrophically, um, you fail, sort of, or you win. And it's really hard to win. Um, I failed basically every single case that I had. But at least I didn't Good fail job. catastrophically.
0: Yeah, you put the wrong person away every time. Yes. Every time. Yes.
3: <laughs> That's one of the things you can do in the... Sherlock Holmes one, the latest one. Oh yeah. <laughs> really? So, nice. Yeah, it doesn't actually give you a specific Well, there's one sort of correct solution, but it lets you But it whichever. does let
1: you choose to muck up.
3: Yeah, well it lets you sort of deduce things a different way and the game will treat it as that was correct.
1: <laughs> oh, see yeah, this does not treat it as right. And you are very clearly told that you screwed up. Aha. Um <laughs> The problem with aviary attorney The infuriating problem about Aviary Attorney is when it came out, it had no endings. And there was no indication on their Steam page that the game wasn't complete. It's not an early access title. It actually says three, you know, unique endings on its game page. And
0: what happens when you get to an ending, Anna?
1: It puts up a a little sign that says, this ending coming soon.
0: (laughs) Please check back in a couple days.
1: Screw you. So... What should have been an incredibly satisfying game was pretty much my worst game of the year. No. That was
0: awful. You just need to go back and finish it now. Come on. I don't
1: even know if the the endings are in yet.
0: Oh, they have to be by now.
1: They remember when I checked that page? It said the the ending that I got to was supposed to be in by December twenty third, and I was playing it December twenty fourth, and it still wasn't in.
4: I don't understand. You can release all the content in the in the thing, just leave out the ending.
1: Yeah. And the last time that that happened on Steam, they pulled the game. <laughs> so I am I was so disappointed.
0: All right. So there's a January... Okay. So ch- January 5th update. Uh, let's see. Thanks for all your patience while we finish putting the final ending together. Fixed in this update. Chapter 4C ad- added. Several bugs squashed. A delete save data button's been added. Um... For future updates, include a bonus chapter. So it sounds like it's in so there. So
1: the ending that I was supposed to get two weeks ago is finally in.
0: As of four days ago.
1: Yeah. Uh, Still pissed.
0: Well, four C is f- okay. <laughs> Stop it.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't sell a game and call it complete and have it not. That's well, just crap.
0: It says so it's the not bro- early access. No. Oh. Okay, in December 22nd, update version 1.01. Uh-huh. It says, the broken the broken link to chapter 4B, succeeding in the third case, now links correctly. Yes. Um, next update, fix chapter 4C. So, it sounds like, from these patch notes, that on the 22nd, they had the endings in there.
1: They had one ending.
0: Well, two of them. Because 4A and 4B would have been in there.
1: 4A wasn't working. Oh, yeah? Yeah, look at the forum posts ouch so well, they haven't yeah. mentioned that in the current pack I'm, so i don't know what's up <laughs> i was very disappointed you you just can't tell a game that's not finished
0: <laughs> we didn't put the ending in but we got everything else
1: <laughs> thanks Thanks.
0: <dicks. laughs> she's so upset about it
1: <laughs> and so well and here's the irony is i picked up agent a on the ipad
0: ah uh, because of me Yes. I said this looks so like you an Anna said game. It sounds
1: like an Anna game and I looked on the game page and on the game page it said episode 1 This is one. an Anna game. <laughs> no, it said episode 1 future episodes coming in 2016. So I had the expectation that this game was not finished.
0: Was it finished? Con- no. Okay.
1: It w- episode 1 was there and I played it it took me about 3 or 4 hours to get through it and then it was like keep checking back for the next episode and I was like great this makes me happy because it was a completely contained story and I went in with the expectation that there was a small chunk of game and more would be coming later and that's really important to me that distinction is night and day okay I also played Emily is Away, which made me sad because I kept getting friend zoned. Ouch. It's um, a game where you're basically high school students. You start out as high school students in the mid-2000s on AIM and you basically um, have choices about things you can say and do with a friend. And so...
0: Where, it, did, where does one
3: find this game? It's now?
1: free on Steam. Oh, okay. So if you want to play it for an hour... Time
3: well wasted. All I know, all I know, was that Sam wasn't too impressed with her music choices.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, she has awful taste in music. And I, one of the playthroughs, I played along with her taste in music, and I was just like, ugh. I had to look up. <laughs> and they were like, hey, the new Coldplay, um, uh, the no, new Coldplay CD is out. What's your favorite song from it? And I'm like, tab out Coldplay CDs. You <laughs> like
3: Muse? I'll give a point some Muse. <laughs>
1: So, other than that, I've been playing lots of 3DS. So, I got Yo Kai Watch. Mm hmm. And uh, for Christmas, beep okay. beep. <laughs> and I had a little bug in my party. So, every time he attacked, he went beep beep. And I can't tell if that amused Chris or drove him a little crazy. A little
0: of both, actually. Okay. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, that game is really good. Um, I think it's glaring weakness is its recruitment system, which is basically a total crapshoot. It's you throw food at the yokai and hope that it likes you.
3: No, yeah, that sounds like level five.
1: And so it's oh. there's no... <laughs> Consistent way to. Hey, it's
3: about as consistent
0: as a traditional Shimagami Tensei game.
1: That's true. It is. It is basically like SMT, where it's like you negotiate and hope you don't screw up.
0: Oh, this this particular one wants the opposite answer of the the one that I talked to
1: previously. Yes, (laughs) and so you know, it it just it drags it down a little bit because there's this cool fusion system, but you have to catch the right yokai to utilize it, and. There's, um, you know, there are yokai that evolve, but most of them are ones that don't come default to the story. And then there's quests that require you to have specific yokai on you, but some of them are incredibly difficult to recruit. And so there are things that can make life a little bit easier. Like you can put, um, certain yokai in your party that basically make you more attractive. But even catching those yokai can sometimes be a little challenging. So it's sort of a bit of a mess. And I just wish that recruiting was like 50% more consistent. And if it had been, I think I would've, I it wasn't that I didn't enjoy it, but by the time 20 hours rolled around, I was ready to be done. Cause I didn't, I was just sick of trying to recruit crap. But the story is really good. The combat's really good. If you have uh, any sort of soreness or pain in your wrist, you're not going to want to play this because it's a lot of um, tapping on the screen and and sliding on the screen uh, and playing very actively while Mm -hmm. you're in combat because you slide the wheel. You have six yokai and only three are active at a time and you basically slide this wheel around to decide which yokai or your three in front. And they can get inspirited. And when they're inspirited, they don't want to attack. So you slide the wheel around and then you play a mini game. And then you can do special attacks. And they're also little mini games. And I mean, a mini mini game is like tap the bubbles or draw these patterns or like smack the screen until the glass breaks. The in game glass breaks.
4: Game sounds like it'd drive me nuts.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it is a very, very active play game. So.
4: I guess I don't really like
0: using the stylus on anything. Oh,
1: yeah. You, you're like a full time stylus while you're in combat.
0: So, I have a dumb question. Mm-hmm. They sell actual yokai watches that go with this game. Yeah. What do they do?
1: Um. So, you get discs.
0: Yeah, you have to buy the discs in stores. And so the discs there's...
1: have QR codes on them. Okay. And those either unlock items or additional yokai.
0: So, does the watch talk to the game somehow?
1: Not as far as I'm aware
0: oh okay so the watch really doesn't do anything but the discs are what's important yes okay
1: and since i finished yokai watch so quickly i then grabbed lord of magna made in heaven cause... oh
0: you were so happy about this game
1: <laughs> so <laughs> it's really fun and it's neat um my only complaint is is it's really hard to date the girls because there's almost no opportunity to do so it kind of felt like that for a game that was being sold as kind of like a harem game you don't get to harem very much so the combat system is neat um you have like a circle radius where you can move and then you have a radius um for your weapon and the radius changes from girl to girl and then you can do special attacks and so the idea is is that you have um bosses for lack of a better phrase you have major enemies and major enemies can summon minor enemies and so the idea is is you want to hit these big attacks um and send the enemies flying because it's kind of it's it's like it's like it's like bowling so you hit a pin and it goes flying and can hit other pins Mm -hmm. and so if you hit 10 or more enemies
0: you You get a strike
1: you get a strike and a free cheeseburger you get a you get a free turn
0: oh Really?
1: Yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and so um, you can, there's no like um, armor or weapon upgrades, but you can tweak everybody's abilities. And so there's like a minor crafting system, which isn't explained terribly well. So you kind of just have to play with it until you figure it out. But I mean, it's fun to, to experiment with stuff. Um, so I picked Trixie as my girl. Um, I basically stuck with the first three girls that you get for the whole game. And that was okay. Um, the problem I eventually ran into is. Um,
0: you class promoted the wrong person.
1: Yeah, so Trixie is not really a good choice for your first um, girl. Because she's really weak, and the last couple of. Lo- the last three levels kind of require um, close combat. And so that was a little detrimental. Um, The other thing that sucks is you basically face the same guy for the last three or four levels, and he has an attack that just instantly kills everybody in his range. And that is kind of crap. And there's no guaranteeing how frequently he's going to use it. So normally you have four characters in battle, but one of the final fights that you do, you only have two characters in battle and you do need to be close enough to attack him. So basically you can put yourself in a situation where he insta-kills one of your girls and you have the other one run over to revive them and then he insta-kills both of them. Hmm. And I have actually had it where he did his insta-kill attack four times in a row. So the final
0: boss is basically RNG the game.
1: Yes. Great. That's why you played it
0: 75 times.
1: Other than... I had to redo those battles a lot. And so you end up basically having to cheese the final boss by throwing poison vials at him endlessly.
0: I remember you having to go farming.
1: Yeah, because I had to go farm up some crystals to do that. And so it's cool that they gave you all of these um, neat items to use in combat, but it's very weird that they essentially required you to use them in the final battle and not really at any point beforehand. Oh, and the other thing is, is when you're fighting this final boss in the second and, the second and third time for sure, um, basically when his health gets between 50 and 25%, he does an attack that he won't do if he's at lower or higher health. And it basically hits everybody and does a crazy amount of damage. And so it, you end up being put in a very awkward situation if you are unprepared for that move because you are basically torn between do I heal people and or do I attack to get him past this phase. And so it's a really bizarre decision mechanic that you never face until the final boss so i don't know it's i I enjoyed it um i really did but it kind of felt like they held some of these mechanics until the very end and that was to the detriment of the game i feel like if i had been introduced to some of those prior it kind of wouldn't have thrown me for such a loop
0: Mm. so do you recommend the game or no
1: i'm really on the fence i don't know
0: okay that's okay So
1: since I finished that as well over the Christmas break, I picked up Legend of Legacy.
0: No, you didn't. You got it as a gift.
1: Yes, I got it as a gift.
0: (laughs) I picked it up. It was a present.
1: (laughs) Well, it was a present after I returned the duplicate copy of Super Pokeball. Oh, that's
0: right. Yeah. Mm. All right. Fair enough.
1: So, and through all of that, uh, I'm relatively early, and I'm not even past where I was in the demo. And I tried to transfer my save game from the demo, and it deleted it, and it didn't go to my main game, which made me sad.
0: Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I don't really get what was up with that.
1: I think it may only transfer correctly to digital copies.
0: No, that's weird. Yeah. But you found the collector's edition in Best Buy.
1: Yeah, I found the the day one edition, which had like the soundtrack and art book that I couldn't have given a crap about
0: so it was on sale and yet you that got was, it that was oh. what it
1: that was what was way more important to me is it was like half price
0: and 20 off that
4: and 20 off that yeah Games it Club Unlocked. Club Unlocked. Yeah, it's pretty nice i pre-ordered mine so i had to pay full price oh. so some of those are go
0: available to... mm. <laughs> well,
4: so often, have you, if you played you through this jonathan no i haven't it's one of the my shelf ornaments <laughs> one of many i've got
0: a lot of those
1: I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've slowly been playing through it, but the thing is, is I've been getting sucked into Pokemon Picross, and I was like, I should tab out of Pokemon Picross so that I can see how long I've been playing it, so that I can talk about it. Yeah, I've been playing it for 22 hours, which kind of blew me away. It's really good. If you like Picross, it's a good Picross game. And I'm not even close to being done. This is, like, easily going to be 40 to 60 hours from me before I nice. finish. Nice. So I'm really excited about that. So, I don't know. Right now, I'm kind of in a holding pattern because when does Paper Jam come no, out?
0: No, you're not in a holding pattern. You need to play Attack of the Friday Monsters.
1: Yeah, you really want me to play It'll that? It'll take
0: like three hours.
1: So, um, Logie
0: Plus. Logi Plus on the Vita, right? Yes, I was asking. That's what you're waiting for next?
1: Yeah, so... Why aren't you playing
0: Legend of Legacy next?
1: Um, it's not grabbing me. Oh, no. So, I mean, I've been playing it a little bit at a time, but it just doesn't strike me as the kind of game that I'm going to sit down and power through it. It's probably going to take, it's probably going to be my on and off game through the year.
0: All right. So Alex seems to know something about Escalogy Plus. 19.
3: Yeah, it's 20th, I think.
1: Yeah. So my dilemma is, is basically two games that I really want to play are dropping at the same time because Esca and Logi comes out, uh, the Atelier Esca and Logi Plus comes out on the Vita, um, on the nineteenth, and then um, Paper Jam, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam comes out on the twenty second.
2: Hmm.
1: So I want to play both of those. I kind of just want one of them come on sooner. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Woo. I've been playing a lot of games. All
0: right, who's next? No, that's everybody. Oh, that's I everybody. Okay, but Jonathan didn't talk about Heroes and Might and Magic Seven. Yes, he
1: did. He's the reviewer for it. We talked about I did that. A little bit.
0: That's what. Oh, is it any I didn't, good? I didn't go
4: into detail.
0: I, okay, um, I need to ask you because I totally missed that. Are you liking it, or is it the same old stuff as all the other ones?
4: Let, let, both. Oh and it's it's if you're a diehard i like 3 and i only like you know heroes 3 person like some are then it's really not going to offer you anything okay however i think it's better than the last couple releases all right so what
0: like- if your first intro to heroes was 5 and you felt that you really liked 5 but the things took so long and could go so badly for you when you were like 2 or 3 hours into a map that you were really hoping for a game with an easier mode and/or just faster gameplay. Seven's easier. Okay, but not um, faster.
4: <laughs> I guess it depends on how big the map is. Okay. Um, the 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 story, the plot, obviously, is not very good. Uh, I don't think many of them are very good in this series. Mm-hmm. Some better than others, but it's not very good. However, the campaigns are, uh, the scenarios are actually pretty well done. There's some cool little triggers and you know stuff you got to do in game that that are uh, actually kind of neat now some of them uh maps take a long time some of them take uh, you know a shorter amount of time and a lot of it's depending on your play style if you're a completionist and you like to go around and grab everything and get a really powerful army before you attack or if you kind of you can kind of rush them a little
0: so that's uh, what i felt like didn't work for me in five is if i would spend a lot of time going around collecting stuff the enemy's armies would grow almost at a greater rate than my own and it was just i could never overpower them
4: yeah you in some of those you can get into this little arms race and where if, at some point if you do not if you didn't start growing your armies quick enough you'll try to go to their base and they're just gonna you're never gonna be strong enough especially if you, they're defending their own castle so i've had that gripe as well i did not have that experience in seven okay um uh, for the now, you I mean, maybe if you put on really high difficulty, that, well, that could I mean, possibly happen, but and the
0: cap, you know, the, the disclaimer here is if you're good at the game, this probably isn't a problem for you. I'm not, and I know well, that I'm not.
4: <laughs> I've played every hero's release, so how good I am, I don't know. That, okay. that may well, you should be, be better than
0: me, I would hope.
4: <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, don't, I you can't say any of that, but I, I'm very experienced at the game, so that you know, maybe I'm better than the average player, I don't know, but okay, it's, uh, it's. It, it was it was a reward i i got you know sucked into some battles and i wasn't hooked like i was in some games uh other that i've played lately but i've probably already gotten that i've been hooked on this gameplay earlier in the series so i still enjoy it it's just not as new but to me it's basically it it, it tries to, it tries to be like uh the best of all of the releases and We'll stick this in here that everyone liked. We'll stick this in here from this game that everyone liked. And they're trying to make a polished experience, but there's nothing really new. or uh, uh, There's nothing really new to draw older players in, but it's a, a pretty well-polished game that uh, definitely is better than 5 and 6. Uh, might be on par with 4. I liked 4. Some people hated it, but 3 is what everyone tends to like. Okay but uh it's better than five and six. Six, six had promise but it was buggy all right and so that kind of killed it for me
0: how is the you play you play i hate you play and you got to use it for this right
4: yes you have to and i have to use it for it's not as bad using it for this because i don't play it online but i actually have to use you play for rainbow six siege and i hate it ah. it's got all kind of matchmaking issues the game is great the only thing that holds it back is you play freaking you play but you play as a service is just so irritating And, you know, I'll forget what my password is. I'll go and uh, try to, you know, uh, get my password reset. So to reset it, I'll put my new password in. I'll go to log in, and it won't take my new password I just put in. It says it's accepted my new password. I go and I try to log in, and it won't do it. And I looked online, and lots of people have this issue. It's just a crappy service that frustrates me. I had another issue with a steam game trying to bring it over to UPlay, play and you play saying it's already on a different UPlay play service which was mine which i played it once before and then then it disappeared it's it's very aggravating but, sounds delightful yeah but for heroes i haven't had any issues with you play you just open it up and you play heroes and that's it so all right well that's good It's another program you have to open. But other than that, it doesn't really interfere with my game. The one thing that did drive me nuts whenever I guess there's some bug in there where when you exit the game, it kind of makes my computer run very, very slow for a little while. It's like, I don't know what it's doing. I don't know if it's some memory leak or something. But I get out of the game, and sometimes it would like everything would be sluggish, and I'd sit there and wait. And it's like it didn't want to close out all the way or something. And it's the only game that does that but in game i really didn't have too many bugs it's just whenever i was done playing it would bog down my computer for you know 5 minutes sometimes and that <laughs> that's very aggravating but i'll uh, whenever i finally get around to finishing the review i'll have more in-depth detail
0: <laughs> well thank you for that all right so the, with that we are done with what uh, we've been playing hour and a half later finally <sighs> all right so now, in our abbreviated news section. Let's see. What do we got here? There um, is some news. What is the there's news? There's uh, the Oculus news. Yes. The Oculus Rift is now available for pre-order. For $600. $599.
1: So, RP Gamer is now the dubious owner of an Oculus Rift. Well, we don't Rift own it pre-order. yet. We
0: pre-ordered it. That doesn't mean much. You guys Oculus are crazy. crazy. Yeah, I know. Uh, we got to I mean, spend that
1: ad is, money is on there's something. There's at least one RPG coming out this year for it.
2: <laughs> is this?
1: Yeah, Chronos.
2: Oh,
4: now, can you play it with just regular PC games?
2: Oh, no, I have no idea.
1: You need Oculus Rift games and you need a pretty powerful computer to pair with it.
2: Some of there are some games that have um, like some first person shooters that have support for Oculus Rift. Yeah, I know some of the the
4: flight space sim games like Elite Dangerous and uh, some of the others are obviously supported because they show it in the the game shows, but.
2: Yeah, Elite Dangerous. If... Elite Dangerous has supported the Oculus Rift, I think, since the first development kit. I think. Yeah,
4: I didn't know if you could just use it as some kind of like on your head mounted monitor or
2: something. Um, I think you can, but I'm not sure why you would.
0: Yeah, because you're not. I mean, it's not going to have the one-to-one motion then.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have. Uh, why would I need anything like that? I have three 27-inch monitors. <laughs>
0: Well, y- not everybody has that, Alice. It's
2: not exactly difficult to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. Anyone can, can have it them. It cost, cost, cost less than Oculus Rift. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> so. you need the cards that
0: can drive three simultaneous monitors at so, that okay, resolution.
2: So, okay, so any graphics card made in the last three years. Mm. Just about anything. <laughs>
1: um, So Final Fantasy IX got announced for PC and mobile
2: yeah what seriously where the hell did this suddenly come from because all mm-hmm. the, what do you mean where you're
1: doing all the other ones
2: yeah well
0: here's just... the difference seven and eight are not on mobile
2: that's true well seven and eight already had pc ports
0: mm-hmm. yeah so nine they're like well if we're gonna do all the work let's make sure we can put it on mobile yeah, but as well
2: play like
4: a mobile game on pc that's what I don't like about it. Okay. So,
0: you mean like the four, five, six releases that have like the big ass menus and stuff that.
4: Yeah. No.
1: We don't know yet because they're Hopefully only talking be... about the PC version right now. And I don't think they have screenshots for the mobile version yet.
4: Hopefully, it'll be like the Final Fantasy 7 PC, which isn't too bad.
1: Yeah. And so, a lot of the features that they added to 7 PC and 8 PC are coming to 9 PC. So, for example, you can speed things up, you can turn off and off random encounters.
0: Seven, you know, I could just start. go to YouTube and watch the cutscenes too, Anna. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding.
1: Um Scalebound was is an Xbox One RPG that was supposed oh, yeah. to be out this year. It's gonna be twenty
0: seventeen. I I don't even believe that it's happening at this <laughs> point.
1: Um Popolo Qua uh, fantasy story of seasons game I can never remember the right return to qua Popol- something something story of seasons Um got announced for Europe so it's Q1 Europe and who the hell knows for North America but it needs to come out soon because I really want to play it oh.
0: even though it's the competitors game so
1: who cares
4: so is that how you pronounce it I, th- I think I've always pronounced it wrong
1: Popolacqua
4: yeah yeah
1: Popo
0: okay just correct yeah just say Popo, popo.
1: Like I was like Croix or
4: something like that. <laughs> In my head.
1: It's French,
4: so nah, not that I have again.
1: an unfair advantage. So here's sort of a fascinating one for you. Stranger of Sword City is a game that was originally PC.
0: We talked about this earlier, Anna. Did we? Yeah. It's coming it's, yeah, we uh,
3: didn't go into the full details of what came on first. Oh okay. Alright, fine.
1: <laughs> so it was originally a PC game. And then it got ported to Vita, and then it 360, got 360, I think. To 360, yes. yes. And then it got ported to Vita, and then it got ported to Xbox One. Well, so... it hasn't
3: been ported yet. It's, it's not out in Japan on Xbox One yet. Right. So that's a. The...
1: Same
0: time. This one must be doing pretty well for them to do all these ports of it.
1: So the the Vita version was announced for North America by Nisa. The Xbox One version is going to be published in North America by Experience directly. In the big Steam leak, uh, Steam leak that happened two or three months ago, um, Stranger of Sword City was in that list, but I don't... What was the big Steam link leak? So there was a big Steam leak of like titles that were in the Steam database but not public-facing. This oh, okay. was like an internal Steam database that got leaked.
0: Oh, nice. And
1: so Stranger of Sword City was on that list, but I don't think it had a publisher associated with it. So now everybody's trying to guess whether it's going to be Experience or if it's going to be Nisa.
0: I thought it was coming to Vita soon. Yeah, by via Nisa. NISA, yeah. But okay. the
1: Xbox One version is right. All right,
0: by all right. Experience. Yeah.
3: yeah. They're both going to be on the same day.
1: That's the even weirder part, and apparently they're not using the same localization.
3: Oh, that's strange. Well, it's not confirmed. I mean, there's no, there's no way to tell at this point.
1: Right. So we're gonna have to wait and kind of see and compare the two. Which is, I mean, it's not unprecedented for a game to be published by two different publishers and have the same localization. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that's I mean, yeah, what happened.
3: And, yeah, and then West America, I think, have been translating stuff for. Other publishers as well. Yes. Um,
1: I think that's how the Atelier games have been yeah, handled.
3: that's how they're working. Yeah.
1: Um, we also started a new feature called An Hour to Impress. So yeah. Omega Byte, Adrian Denauden is playing games for an hour at a time and he's condensing down the videos a little bit so that they're a little bit easier to digest. So you can check out the first one. Um, which is on five Guardians of David, which we did an ad campaign for last year. And yeah, I think that's kind of like the majorish news.
3: Yeah, what um, are we missing? Yeah, that's all from this week. There was a there was... bunch of announcements and Jump Fiesta, Jump Festa, after our last podcast.
1: Um. Nam-
3: uh, ben Van w announced f- about four games yeah,
1: <laughs> just before Christmas. That's
0: right. Oh, I thought we'd caught all that. Oh, uh, let's see.
1: Because no, I'm sure we did. Because we podcasted on like, hang on, we we podcasted on the nineteenth. Was the thing? Yeah, no, that
3: was a few days afterwards. That was like on the twenty-first.
1: So, okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Band Bandai Namco localizes Bot Eaters, Tales of Berseria, and oh, that's right. Okay. And so... saw
3: that online, but we don't care about that. <laughs> What? We covered no BG, but we don't care about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Well
3: it's it's true.
1: Oh actually there is one piece of news. We talked about it on the last podcast, but there's been an update since. So last time we were on the podcast, we talked about that the banner saga was coming to consoles in January. But that the Vita version had gotten screwed and was indefinitely delayed. Well they announced like a week after that that they found a new uh, company to port it, and it is on track.
4: I think Sony's helping them.
1: Um, no, it's a different a company.
4: Degree. They said they're getting some assistance from. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Sony's so Sony,
1: into... Sony has a program where if you'll make a game for the Vita, they will give you some money towards it. So I think basically ah. they went to Sony, was like, "We got no money," and they said, "Okay, here's your money."
0: Which I really is like shocking guys. to me.
4: The uh, I wouldn't visit him back when they just started. Oh, the Banner
1: Sega people? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they seem really nice.
4: Oh, they're really friendly. I I drove over there to Austin, and uh, that's when they were in Austin still. I think they've spread out, but they had a small, tiny little shack of a... development studio thing next to a bar and uh, <laughs> well, next to a motorcycle shop. So I was recording like a, a podcast interview there and uh, nice. there, there'd be bikes revving in the background because they're next to the bike place. But they took me in and uh, showed me a bunch of stuff, bought some beer, and just kind of hung out for a few hours. It was really cool. They're really nice. I, I, I really love the game as well. So I'm, I can't wait for the second.
1: So and then um, Fire Emblem cross Shin Megami Tensei came out and had like excruciatingly bad sales like 30,000 copies.
4: Yeah. I, I was excited about that game until I saw the how they did it. I thought it was going to be more like a fire emblem game.
1: It is no, it isn't. And it's not really yeah. like an SMT game either.
4: Yeah, it just looks kind of weird.
1: I'm kind of excited for it because it it it's like a it's sort of like a look into the idol um phenomenon in Japan. It's why I'm sort of interested in in going back to Omega Quintet.
3: So. The staff as a whole is more excited about it than we were expecting.
1: Really? Oh, that's yeah. right, because we did voting for interested games.
3: Yeah, Are I you... know at the top. I, I've got the actual list and it orders, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> boo! <laughs> no spoilers? But that, that one was higher than four. I than forgot expected. to do this. Oh,
1: well. You can probably sneak yours in. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Wanna... Alex is the final say probably, on that. It
3: probably won't affect anything. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think it, it was sort of quite obvious what the order is for the top three, anyway. Oh, Isn't that top, obvious? And then the top twenty is a sort of its own distinct.
0: Oh, I can't wait to read this. Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to this
1: because every time Alex has talked about it, he's just fascinated me with how vague he is. Oh, and uh, we're hiring podcasters. <laughs>
0: I don't know if if things continue like this I think we're good and
1: Alex is going to be gone for like the next month he said. That's
0: 4 weeks.
1: We won't even
3: well, have a show one of like, those weeks like it'll be fine. A, it's going to be like once a month for the next 4 months. Oh, that's nothing. So, we will see.
0: We really are replacing Alex. This is terrible. Terrible. The
3: funny thing is is we Saturday. we
1: actually have a Brit that applied too. <laughs> uh, uh.
0: I know that we're doing this. I don't know what I don't know who's going to get hired out of this, but all right, whatever. We have a
1: lot of really good applications already. But I just, we don't
0: have that much room. I, (laughs) again, if if we're like, like right now, we're fine. So I don't know how this is going to work out. All right, so let's see. Uh, Anna's in charge of that, though. I don't have to worry about it. Here are your, um, oh, that's weird. Here are your new releases for like around this week. All right. So, first up, um, the nice and easy, well-organized list. PlayStation 4 is getting Assassin's Creed Chronicles India. What? Really? Is that a thing? Yeah. What the heck is that?
1: The Assassin's Creed Chronicles are like smaller games that are set in different countries each time.
0: Okay. I didn't even know what that was. Okay. Is it a a regular Assassin's Creed game?
1: mm, It's smaller.
0: Okay. That's fine. But is it play like an Assassin's Creed game?
1: yes
0: okay good um and i bet uh yeah xbox one is getting that as well as is pc okay gone home's coming to ps4 tharsis t-h-r-t-h-a-r-s-i-s is coming to ps4 what the heck is tharsis
1: you watched me play it at pax one year basically you have a ship in space oh because it's from choice
0: provisions yeah so that's why you know what it is
1: so you have a ship that's traveling it's oregon trail in space
0: oh is it yes okay Oh, you're gonna get this!
1: Oh yeah, I oh, have a code wow. for it already.
0: This is this is an Anna game. Yep. All right, the Banner Saga also coming to PS4, right? That yes. wasn't delayed, okay? Because no. we talked about that earlier. So just Did you play check. that
4: Anna? No, I haven't. If you like, it's kind of like the Oregon Trail.
0: I have completed Banner Saga, and oh my gosh, it's Oregon Trail. If you like Greek tragedies, what are you talking <laughs> about? It's like Oregon King of Dragon
4: Pass, but it's got that, you know, you move along and shit happens. Anna,
0: everything will make you sad, okay? Let me just get this out of the way now.
1: I'm not sure I want to play it now.
0: You can't make a right decision in this game. <laughs> but The art is so nice to look at. It is so pretty. It is a TRPG, though. You'd probably like it a lot, Anna. Yeah. Just don't expect a happy ending. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> All right. Wii U is getting... Is getting, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Gone Home and Banner Saga also coming out on Xbox One. Alright, Wii U gets Avoider, Big Lee's Revenge, Discovery, Hogan's Alley is finally coming to the Wii U. Instead of all these interesting games that aren't on the Virtual Console, they're giving us Hogan's Alley, Tabletop Gallery, The Adventures of Bayou Billy, and Wild Gunman. So that's, that's your Wii U, um... Bring on Bayou the NX. Billy, huh? Yeah. Okay. I played
4: those old NES Biobilly. That game's hard.
0: Well, that's what this is.
4: I
1: okay. kind of feel sad that the meter stick for whether a game deserves to be on Virtual Console is whether it is better or worse than not to be a Championship Wrestling.
0: It's, it's uh, uh. Okay. Who said that?
1: Um it's like a running gag on a bunch of the Nintendo sites. Oh okay. <laughs> I see it in the comments all the time. shaman talks about it too on Twitter. He's like we don't get X but we get natsume Championship Wrestling. <laughs> just like I'm sad now
0: 3DS is getting My Pets on the eShop and Ocean Runner also on the eShop, 25 bucks a piece. So I'm assuming those are old games that are just coming to the eShop cuz that's a lot of money. I don't know what those are though. So could be wrong. PC is getting Big Action Mega Fight. Okay, I need to see what Big Action Mega Fight is because that's a great name. Big Action Mega Fight from Double Stallion Games, not just one stallion, <laughs> two stallions. Big <laughs> It's a classic twist. It's a classic single player beat 'em up brawler with a modern twist. Hilarious 2D combat will leave your jaw on the floor. So this is a side scrolling beat 'em up. Um, and obviously over the top thingy. and they're trying to be hu- humorous. So double stallion games (laughs) nice all right so that's uh that's big action all right chiptune champion what is that is that a music game i want to know more about chiptune champion so i'm gonna look this one up now too chiptune champion can we we, can we we don't have anything else to do what are you talking about can we
1: take a minute and talk about the crappy virtual console support on the wii u right now what else is there to say announced The DS games were coming to the Wii U. And that was like... They started doing them like three years ago in Japan. And they did like six from like April to June last year in North America. And they were all first party. Where are the third party games?
0: You mean all the ones you guys tried to submit? Huh? You mean all the ones that Natsume tried to submit? I have no
1: idea because that's not my department. Okay. I mean, as a consumer... I mean, as a community manager for Natsumi, I have no idea what they've submitted because it's literally not my job. Graham will tell me when they've been approved. Um, but as a consumer, yeah, I
0: there aren't to... any. I thought I thought one new one just came out recently. No, for DS. No, okay. Well,
1: the last one that came out was like June or July.
0: Yeah, well, they must not have sold.
1: <sighs> really?
0: I have info on Chiptune Champion. It oh, is Chiptune like Champion. it is basically just eight-bit style graphics, but it's a. Uh, it's a DDR clone or or Step Mania, or Guitar Hero whatever you, you want to call it. Notes fall from the top to the bottom and you press buttons when they get to the bottom and you make music. So,
4: did you see that article about that that StepMania guy that uh I watched it. Live. Watched it. Yeah, we it was watched it, it, live. it was insane. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know how they could do that.
0: StepMania got go find the StepMania archive for awesome games done quick that's going on right now. Um, which is yeah, what Anna um, and I will be doing after this show. Yeah.
2: That guy was uh, that guy was shaking the table it was this year's version of a Tetris <laughs> yeah
0: um, usually they have a, the last couple they've had a Tetris exhibition where you just marvel at their technical ability this time it was Stepnienia guy or Stepmania guys rather and yeah that was crazy
4: what was that first guy that was ridiculous and then that second guy doing it from different directions so, uh... <laughs>
0: it's like what are you doing it
4: was
2: wild it's not memorized oh
0: <laughs> Wasn't
2: the tech wasn't the Tetris guy the guy that got, like, the only Grandmaster rank in Tetris outside of Japan? Or yeah. Something? Yeah, it was something like that, yeah. Yeah, it was that guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'm kind of sad they're not here because that's been my favorite part of the past couple of marathons. But, oh, well. Um, Step Mania guy was also awesome, so that's fine. Uh, Dead Trails is coming to Steam. Down to one. Here's an Anna game. Fairy Tale Mysteries, The Puppet Thief.
1: Um... <laughs> I don't, think I have the second you one. You actually
0: know what this is.
1: Yes, because I think I have the second one, and I was... Hang on.
0: Wait, why would the, why would you have the second one?
1: Because they got released out of order on Steam. So oh, hang well, on. this Do is
0: totally can... Hidden Object, stupid game. Yeah,
1: I have Fairy Tale Mysteries too, the beanstalk.
0: All right, well, this is the first one. So go, go for it. Falcon. This is weird. So we're getting Falcon, Falcon AT, and Falcon Gold. So I don't know what any of those games are. But the whole series is coming, so they must be old. Um, oh, yeah, they're old Flight Sim games for PC. Wow. Cool. All right. Granado Espada. What? Granado Espada.
1: You know what that is. I Chris. do.
0: St- so <laughs> what did it used to be called? Sword of the New World. Sword of the New World is now on Steam as a free-to-play game. <sighs> Alright, so just so you know, here's current here's the current stewards of granado spada apparently
1: it's red banna
0: red banna imc games and handbit soft
1: yeah handbit soft is the original developer mm-hmm. and the second people that you mentioned are the augmented developer and then the red banna is the publisher and distributor
0: it
4: sounds really familiar sort of the
0: new world we, yeah, used, to we used to talk about it all lot. the time on the podcast podcast it's, with it's how with i got Michael. my job
3: <laughs>
1: huh <laughs> which is probably a story for not quite so oh, long this podcast. is great
0: Here's the the top review on Steam. I played this game for five years from 2007 to 2012, and I would be lying if I said I didn't enjoy it. However, do I recommend this game? No, for the long run. Feel free to check it out, because it is interesting for the early game. Just like how most pay-to-win MMOs work, this is no exception. The end game is one long grind that either costs a fortune in real cash. I was young and naive and spent $800 on it over five years. He's a small spender, just to let you know. Uh, Or hundreds upon hundreds of hours of grinding, requiring a clan and high-level gear to do many of the endgame content. I'm not quite sure how the community is now, but when I left four years ago, it was a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yeah. The closer you approach endgame content, the more you encounter drama between elitist and veteran players and clans. Oftentimes, the drama will get out of hand and affect their personal lives, such as players holding grudges over each other and sometimes even hurting themselves mentally and physically. That's the just the first paragraph of his review, and that is the most accurate thing I've ever seen written about Granada Espada. I'll be honest. Was,
4: is this the one where you can have like a group of guys
0: yeah you control a party a
4: party of three and
0: like this awesome eight bit or rather this awesome eight bit uh not eight bit this awesome korean k-pop music plays while you run around and just let your guys idle and kill enemies and get experience and you just run around you pick up loot and then they added pets and they'd go pick up the loot for you and then it was great and then as soon as you max your characters out to the first You get to level 100, and then you have to go buy these scrolls, and that's not so bad. You get the scrolls, and then you can unlock the next levels, and it takes even longer to grind through to the next level, which is called Veteran, and then um, that's fine, and then after that, you need to go even higher to do Expert, and that costs more money, and you can't really farm it in-game, and then there's levels beyond that now, and oh my gosh, this game. I remember just, I
4: liked the way it looked and I liked having a party.
0: It was so great until like it, the end game grind, as they mentioned, is just so, it is just designed to get money out of you rather than to be fun. And that's what's, that's what kills the game. And if you try to do it free, it is, you have this game, basically you would find ways to have this game running 24 seven on your PC.
1: The problem is, is that you used to be able to do that, but then they um, disabled your auto... So basically, your characters are in what's considered stance. Mm -hmm. And if you get knocked over or a critical is landed on you, you are knocked out of stance.
0: So they won't start attacking again automatically. So it
1: used to be when the game first came out that the global version, the North American version, um, you automatically went back into stance. But the problem is, is the North American version was the only version that had that particular piece of coding. So every time that a patch had to be applied, they had to take that coding out, apply the patch, reapply the coding, and make sure it worked. And basically, HambitSoft was getting tired of doing that, yeah. and so they were stretching out each patch for longer and longer, and K2 Games was like, look, guys, we can either get further and further behind the Korean version, or we can take out this function. And so they decided to take out the function.
0: And so then everybody got auto hotkey scripts to press the A key for them to put characters back in things automatically. That's what but you did. Yeah, well, and then, well, I wasn't the only one. And then no. you could you, you could technically get in trouble for botting and whatever, the game. Granado Spada on Steam now. High Rise Heroes World Challenge, also on Steam. Red Baron Pack, Robot Tsunami. Okay, that's... All right, what's this one? What What is Robot Tsunami? Because that sounds great. Uh oh, getting not so good reviews. So that is a insane, fast paced and unique arcade arcade style twin stick shooter, tower defense, and shoot 'em up all in one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, S- sepia tears, space pilgrim episode two, epsilon indie. What is that? Because I, lo- I love that is a respectable title, don't you think? So space pilgrim episode two, epsilon indie. Is it definitely an indie <laughs> game? Um, you're carrying a shipload of passengers between star systems, you can ship your pants. All right, so let's see. I shipped my pants, <laughs> Spaconio, uh, Back to the USSR 2.0. And I know I said that wrong, and I'm sorry. Um, this looks like an adventure game or a dating sim where you're dating detectives. I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, <laughs> it's not out yet. Tharsis, which we talked about, The Growth Journey the strike u-boats and finally windlands all right let's see any stragglers here in the wikipedia list Uh, oh we are in 2016 now i need to link to a new wikipedia article here we go hey that means i don't have to scroll down as far anymore um let's see amplitude just came out uh box boy for 3d oh that must be box Boy's been out what is that talking about okay that dragon cancer is yes. that out
1: um i think it is out this month
0: that's been like in development for like a very long time as long as cancer has existed that has well, been a long time
1: um part of it was is um their kid was still oh, in
0: no the th- it was gonna be a ouya game because and they helped to fund it okay so that made things complicated as well yeah, it they... is
1: coming out on Uya this month. Oh wow! It is, it is still gonna be on Uya. Who's
0: Uya is still plugged in?
1: Oh yeah.
0: Ooh, yeah. All right. So that Dragon Cancer finally out. Um, Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen is coming to Windows this week. Yep. Who's the Dragon Dogma player here? Me. Okay. I should. It's fun. I should be one of those. I have
3: like the. You get to jump onto Clamers.
0: Yeah, I have it on like PS3 or something. I should play it. Yeah,
3: paste. Yeah, paste.
0: All right, and oxen free. And let's see. That's for the next week. And then finally, oh, where's my last one? I closed it. Uh, Oh, that's why. Because that is not. Oh, that article's invalid anymore. So that's our list. Uh, (laughs) The stupid year. The year changed. It makes all this stuff hard. So there. Um. Anything else we should talk about?
1: I think that's everything.
0: Let's see. Oh, hold on. What is this? What is this? Ooh. You guys didn't talk about this. What? Diablo creator David Brevik steps down as CEO of Marvel Heroes Studio Gazillion.
1: Oh.
0: That's relevant news to us. Sorta. Is it? It's is it? Marvel he- we cover know Marvel news. Heroes. We Do we? N- yes. It's a Diablo clone.
1: No, I'm I'm asking Alex. Do we actually cover Marvel Heroes? Well, we
0: should.
3: I don't know what it
0: is, so no. Marvel <laughs> Heroes is a free-to-play Diablo game from. Oh, no, free-to-play, no. <laughs> hey,
3: well, Path of Exile. Is so to is to
0: Path Play. of Exile.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it's Gwen more interesting. It. <laughs> oh, come! But who likes well, it? I guess at that point, someone actually has to do active work to cover it.
0: Marvel Heroes is a game we should cover.
3: Um... Well, in that case, you can write news about it. Okay. <laughs> that's how, that's how that, works. that works.
0: I see. Is that how that works?
3: Yeah. You, you should go look newsies? into it. It's
0: a fun yes. game. All right. So, Marvel Hero, We're looking for people willing to cover Marvel Heroes. Come work at RP Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Did... we're, hiring,
1: we're hiring reviewers first, then we'll hire newsies. <sighs> podcasters, reviewers, newsies. So <laughs> if you're interested in being a reviewer or being a newsie, keep an eye out.
0: All right. And I think that's it. Uh, do we have feedback? Did we have some questions I need to read Anna? Mm,
1: I don't think so. Cause it's been a few weeks.
0: Okay. You said it, something about someone's questions. So I didn't know.
1: No, that was if we needed more, more. things to fill in our time. And All right, we we'll clearly hold, don't. We'll
0: hold on to that for next time or something then. Yep. All right. And oh shoot. Did he? Did someone give uh, Adrian YouTube access? Yes. I did, didn't I? Yes. I just forgotten this. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at this inbox. Mm All right. So I, oh, my email. Uh, Thanks everybody for watching. (laughs) We're going to be back um, at some time next week. Normal weeks, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, streaming right here at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Um, Of course, our normal uh, website is rpgamer.com. Come join in the community. Hashtag join the conversation. Um, you can <laughs> no. post on our forums, forums.rpamer.com or at the bottom of every story, of course. And you can, uh, follow along to all the latest RPG news, at least the stuff that we cover that Silicon Era doesn't get to or vice versa. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Anna. what's going on? I'm really tired.
1: Um, thanks everybody. And we will see you. In theory, next week. In theory, sometime
0: next week, and if not, then two weeks. Um, we are on Twitter at twitter.com slash rpgamers. Stay tuned to that for updates on the podcast status. That's where they go. Uh, you can email us, podcast.rpgamers.com. The question of the week um, from last time was...
1: What'd you get for Christmas, I think?
0: Was it what you get for Christmas, or yeah, was it two of them?
3: Okay. Uh, but I think, I think it's, it's what you get for Christmas and what were your favorite things. So yeah, what'd you get years? for
0: holidays you know let's be inclusive i guess and what were your favorite what games of the year right so um and yes we did plug an hour to impress cavalier but we'll plug it again go watch an hour an hour to impress it is our new video series adrian and adam put it up covering five guardians of david go check that out podcast our podcast at rpg.com is the email 608 is the voicemail uh send your messages we'll play them on the show next time because we're going to need your content. Because apparently we've replaced all the podcasters with I don't know who. So go apply. Go apply to Gamer jobs. Make your New Year's resolution to contribute to the site you love most for RPG news. Silicon era. No, RPGamer. All right.
1: You own the site.
0: Well, I know, but that's I. Bye, everybody.
2: Bye. Bye